Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Career Bites. And today I have somebody who has immense experience in healthcare. And he is not a doctor, but he has spent almost around 15 years in developing and understanding healthcare businesses. And according to me, he would be, I think, in the top 50 people in India who understand healthcare businesses inside out, as well as have uh, he has a unique perspective on technology in healthcare. Right. So we have today Ritesh Mittal with us. Hi, Ritesh. How are you doing? Very well, Gaurav. How are you? I am great, Yash. So, kaisa chal raha hai? How is the weekend? Weekend's been quite busy <laughs> so oh. far. Okay. Or biryani kaisi rahi? You you got the biryani from? That was fantastic. It was one of the best I've ever had. Okay. Okay. What was the place? This is uh, near Pragati Medan, Matka Pir. Matka okay. Pir ke pas ek uh, there's this very old, forty forty one years old place, uh-huh. Babu Khan. Okay. So, it was really good. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I have heard about them, and I am not a non-vegetarian, so I don't know how it tastes. But I have heard <laughs> good things about them. Yeah. Yeah. So Ritesh, why don't you tell us about yourself, about your uh, schooling, about your childhood? Then how did you transition into healthcare, and what all yeah. were you doing for the last few years? Okay, all right. So I I was born in Jaipur, raised up in Delhi, went to school in Delhi. I come from a family of doctors. Both my parents are are doctors. They are both oncologists. My father is a head and neck surgical oncologist. My mom's a gynecologist, practicing in. Both of them are in Delhi. Okay. And uh, did my schooling from Delhi itself, from Ryan International School, and then for uh, my undergrad, I went to states. So I got enrolled into University of Michigan Business School, okay. from where I did uh, BBA in Finance and Accounting. Uh huh. And I graduated in 2007 okay. from uh, Ross School of Business. Okay. And ever since I finished school, I have been in healthcare. And the reason how it actually happened, the whole journey into healthcare happened, was that. When I was about to finish college, my parents back home in India, uh-huh. they embarked upon healthcare entrepreneurial journey by okay. building, a, by trying to build a cancer facility uh-huh. in Alwar, Rajasthan. Okay. Right, and we are talking about two thousand six, two thousand seven. Uh huh. Right, and when I was finishing college, I basically had two options in front of me. One was to stay back, like most of my peers from India did. Huh. and you know either join consulting or investment banking or whatever it is or you know jump into the uh, family entrepreneurial journey yeah and after a lot of thought and consideration and discussion with my parents and anybody i trusted uh-huh. i felt that you know with uh, coming back home and trying to build this facility uh-huh. in a tier 3 city in india and uh-huh. see you know trying to make it successful would be a far enriching experience for me in my career than you know staying back and doing investment banking or consulting or similar role okay and so that's how healthcare happened i i, I came to alwar i came to delhi mm-hmm. after after college and from from michigan to delhi to alwar yeah right? that's how it happened yeah i i ended up i went to alwar and in 2007 as i finished college the hospital was nearing its completion stage and in 2008 we started this hospital in alwar it was called tarini cancer hospital it was okay. a super specialty cancer facility okay and way ahead of its time uh-huh. at that time 
um, <laughs> because it was equipped with some of the latest oncology equipment radiotherapy and all you know which was in fact the second only machine in the state of rajasthan okay so so that's what happened but i suppose there were other things destined uh, yeah. apparently we along the way in building that and running that hospital uh-huh. we made several mistakes uh-huh. and mostly financial in nature okay. and as a result we weren't able to pick up the business so well mm-hmm. and hence we were not able to service our debt <laughs> that we had taken for the project okay so over a period of time you know even though hospital was picking up it mm-hmm. wasn't picking up at the right pace right uh, and so in 2008 we started the hospital early to january 2008 in 2010 december uh-huh. i transitioned my way from alwar to gurgaon and i ended up joining one of india's largest healthcare organizations called medanta the medicity right where i was in the operational excellence team so Got the it. next five and a half years of my career i was i was with nananta uh-huh. directly working under the ceo leading uh-huh. several operational excellence projects and uh, you know in house efficiency improvement initiatives correct and then from medanta I, fi- i i left medanta in 2016 and moved to paras healthcare which uh-huh. is where i am today uh-huh. and the journey in paras has been very exciting because uh-huh. in paras i have had a very varied experience Uh, you know variety of very rich experience ranging from pnl leadership to projects to healthcare technology and in my most current role in paras health leading corporate strategy and mm-hmm. uh, mna for the for the group okay 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 that's a that's a pretty interesting journey i think you have touched across various uh, functions and domains as far as business of healthcare is concerned right from starting yeah. up and then now doing acquisitions for for a big hospital chain right so uh, i think during this journey you would have looked at various kind of tech tech interventions which is happening in in healthcare yeah. world right inside the hospitals as well as at the at the patient's end right so yeah, yeah. Uh, let's talk a little bit about what is happening when you joined for example in 2011 or when you started your journey with tarini in 2008 what was yeah. the tech piece like and i'm not talking about medical technology i am talking about it technology right so information right, right, technology right? right so what was it what was the scene in 2008 versus 2020 as far as hospitals are concerned and then we can cover patient level technology right right so so gorav between 2008 and 2020 uh-huh. right healthcare technology mm-hmm. has has kind of you know went from has gone from i would say kind of pre independence era mm-hmm. to to you know where we would like to see where gurgaon is like a world city you know that's the kind of evolution healthcare technology has because in 2008 the only thing we heard about we ho- the only thing we heard in healthcare technology was having a basic hr okay and, uh, in even in our organization we had uh, uh, a simple his is what we had done okay. and when i looked at uh, larger players around that time like fortis had come up and paras and uh, uh-huh. artemis and all they uh-huh. all had uh, a basic his by basic i mean something that covered all their functions such as billing registration outpatient appointment mm-hmm. uh, order entry systems and all mm-hmm. that stuff okay mm-hmm. okay so that was that was pretty much it in terms of it back in 2008 right, right? 
and between then and now it's come it's come a full circle because you know now his is like his is a must have for every every hospital in india yeah, yeah. Uh, even whether even if it's a small nursing home even uh-huh. then his becomes important from a regulatory point of view from a transparency point of view uh-huh. but we are now talking in healthcare about you know incorporation of things like ai and ml in our right. clinical decision making in our right. even in non non clinical functions right right so so between 2008 and 2020 a lot has happened hmm. from his to emr to ai hmm. patient app doctor app there's hmm. there's been a plethora of services in technology hmm. that have come up Mm-hmm. that hospitals are now ad- adopting hmm 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 yeah 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 i agree but but when i look at hospital even today right i don't see many hospitals doing a digital prescription or or being very high fi as far as patient care is concerned right so doctor still be, being the central piece of the entire ecosystem i don't see a yeah. lot of tech interventions as it happens in in the us or in other western countries so what what is missing uh, as per your understanding as far as the entire ecosystem is concerned see look india would not be a right country to we we, we should not compare us use of technology by doctors to write prescriptions and for electronic medical records is now a mandate right right, right. hipaa compliance becomes a mandate and the way insurance networks work in the america and reimbursements happen uh-huh. it is imperative that the doctors have to write uh, uh-huh. prescriptions and write their notes using technology they cannot right. they cannot they can no longer use pen and paper right okay okay and even as a country america has had its uh, challenges with adoption of technology and even large healthcare systems continue to face that challenge it's okay. not that writing prescriptions on using technology or writing notes using technology is super easy over there right right okay. so so that's that's one thing uh-huh. now what is in the indian ecosystem right uh-huh. you rightly mentioned that doctors are the central piece yeah. okay in most of the technology interventions that hospitals would like to adopt doctors uh-huh. often become the central part of it and uh, most often more often than not they are also the inhibitors of adoption of technology okay mm-hmm. because doctors in india have always practiced medicine using pen and paper Mm-hmm. and now getting them to uh, adopt to a technology solution mm-hmm. like it's like changing the way they have practiced medicine and yeah. that uh, change in culture mm-hmm. is always hard to come by right okay? right on top of that you add difficult to use technology uh-huh. for example asking doctors to start writing prescriptions using keyboard right right or asking doctors to speak using google audio and uh-huh. then correcting the spelling mistakes uh-huh. okay uh-huh. that all adds to uh, their frustration in adopting to technology okay okay to answer your question about what are the challenges that why hospitals have not been able to fully which is one of the most important technology uh-huh. interventions that hospitals are trying to make uh-huh. i have seen a lot of uh, organizations in the last couple of years uh-huh. uh, who have tried to make the digital prescription a reality uh-huh. okay uh-huh. but unfortunately i i have found two fundamental challenges okay right right one is that i still haven't come across any organization uh-huh. which can confidently say that ritesh 
this is a hundred percent substitute of pen and paper. Okay. okay, where they give me a digital pen and they give me a pad or somewhere to write where I can mm-hmm. write my prescription, and it becomes and it actually becomes a hundred percent digitized. Right. There are plenty of organizations which are offering solutions in the space of digital pen and paper, uh-huh. but then their prescriptions are not actually digitized. Okay. And they call that their prescriptions are digitized, but they are not because in my mind the definition of the digitized prescription is something which is a structure which brings structured data into your ecosystem. Right. Okay. Right. Right. So if you are giving me a digital pen and paper and you're saying that oh it helps the doctor write uh, migrate from pen and paper. Uh-huh. And it makes your prescription digital in the form that it makes it PDF. It gives an immediate PDF version of my prescription. To me, uh-huh. that's not digital prescription because that is as good as unstructured data. That is unstructured data. Got it. Got it. Okay. Uh-huh. So, so from a doctor's standpoint, you've made it easy for the doctor to migrate from pen and paper by giving them a digital pen and paper, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But from a management or from a hospital perspective, mm-hmm. right? It's as good. It it it's it still is unstructured data. Mm-hmm. I cannot migrate that data into my HIS. So if, if I were to give a doctor a pad where he could write prescription in a free text manner, mm-hmm. I can't take that in and put that into my HIS structured data. One. Okay. Okay. Right. Yeah. The, the other issue that I have seen is that some organizations have said, okay, fine. Right. We will be able to give you structured data, uh-huh. uh, wherein, you know, the OPD prescription form mm-hmm. will be in the form of a proper structured where doctor will just have to put clicks and do tick marks. Mm-hmm. And it will actually get converted into structured data, right? right? Right. But there, I'll go into deep granularity over here. Uh-huh. So some companies have been able to create such kind of prescriptions where writing a prescription becomes as easy as simply ticking and selecting boxes. Uh-huh. But you see in a doctor's prescription, when he's sitting in his OPD, uh-huh. right? There is always a component where doctors has to, doctor has to end up writing sentences. Right, right. Okay. When, when he has to record patient's history, uh-huh. when he has to record patient's current illness, uh-huh. okay? uh-huh. so doctor has to write sentences. Right. Now, in, in that particular piece of the prescription, uh-huh. I haven't come across an, a company where they can say that, okay, you know, either the doctor speaks in the Google audio uh-huh. and it will be, be uh, 90, plus, 90 plus percent accurate. Mm-hmm. Or they say that, okay, we'll give you a pen and the doctor can write it like a proper uh, pen and paper. Mm-hmm. But it, but it, when, when it, when it transcripts back into your HIS, it will be like structured data. Okay. Both these things have not been, uh, at least I have not seen them in, by, okay. by any organization. Okay. Okay. So at the end of it, you know, while there are a lot of companies that have emerged in uh, digital prescription space, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Nobody has been able to crack the problem entirely for the doctor or for the management. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. So third problem, which is fundamental, sorry, Gaurav, third uh, problem, which is fundamental to, you know, which I see as a fundamental roadblock in adoption of these technologies from a leadership point of view uh-huh. is that a lot of these solutions that we have seen over the last couple of years, uh-huh. they, they, come back, they come and tell you that, look, you know, we've developed a digital prescription, uh-huh. but at a leadership standpoint, uh-huh. I have a fundamental question for all of them, which uh-huh. is that, okay, we've made my prescription digital to some extent. So mm-hmm. what, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Are you giving me structured clinical data, mm-hmm. which I can analyze to improve something to improve my clinical decisions mm-hmm. or second, are you giving me data in a manner mm-hmm. that I can understand how many patients have been advised admission? Right. Right. Today, fundamentally you go to any hospital for that matter, whether it is Fortis, Max in Medanta, you go any, and if you ask them, uh-huh. do you know how many patients were advised today in your advi- advised admission in your hospital? Mm-hmm. I bet 
most hospitals will say the answer is no okay so uh-huh. in spite of having invested you know lakhs and lakhs of rupees into digital prescriptions uh-huh. if you still can't figure out how many admissions were advised in your ecosystem today uh-huh. that you can use to improve your op to ip conversion uh-huh. then from a business standpoint why am i investing in that technology got it got it so okay. in my organization that has been fundamentally the reason why we haven't moved to any technology player uh-huh. because in spite of everything they do i still can't figure out how many admissions have been advised or how many cts have been advised how many high value tests like pet ct or mri have been advised okay got it got it so which means that fundamentally people build technology but yeah. they are not adding a lot of value in the entire ecosystem is what yeah. your observation is right yeah. so uh, yeah. so there could be couple of issues here right so one is the one the guys who are developing the technology the companies who are de- developing the technology they don't understand the space at all right so they would look at the space because we all are consumer of healthcare right and when we look yeah. at healthcare we usually have a consumer perspective but then understanding a management and a doctor's perspective is really difficult right so that could be yeah. one problem and the other yeah. problem which i could see is fundamentally the intention and uh, intention of the entire ecosystem entire hospital or the entire organization yeah. right and intentions yeah. could be again because they cannot see a lot of value in the investment they are making or they don't want yeah. to change right so so what yeah. do you think is the is the funda, is the root cause of all this do the people who are developing the technology don't understand the space at all or is it with the intentions of the organizations or people who are running the healthcare show look my so over the last several years especially in the last 2 3 years that i have been at paras mm-hmm. as i said i have been talking to a lot of startups in the health tech space mm-hmm. who have uh, tried to build a technology around digitizing opd prescriptions mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. and my consistent feedback to most of such health tech founders or their teams to them my feedback to them and by looking at their products mm-hmm. has been that they have built a product mm-hmm. that that the thought is right that mm-hmm. there is a there is a gap there is a need mm-hmm. but they 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 don't they're not able to fully articulate the problem that they're trying to solve right okay? right right if if the problem that they're trying to solve is digitizing opd prescription uh-huh. then my fundamental question is why yeah why are you trying to digitize opd prescription right okay mm-hmm. what what value is it going to create for the customer mm-hmm. or for the hospital or for the doctor mm-hmm. okay Mm-hmm. if we if we can't answer these three questions in granularity mm-hmm. then i think there is a problem which yeah. is why i feel that a lot of these health tech startups they have built technology they have put thought into build in developing something mm-hmm. right but they have not thought it from the perspective of the hospital right okay right. they have not thought it that what is the problem what is the value they will add for the hospital simply by digitizing a prescription and making it into a pdf Mm-hmm. is not going to add any value except for filling a nabh compliance form right 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 okay so i think that to answer your question that i think is the problem which is that these people sometimes they they don't have people from who have hardcore ops background in their teams uh-huh. healthcare hospital ops background people in their teams uh-huh. to guide them to tell them what exactly is the problem that hospitals and doctors face right right right
so got it so that that's the fundamental gap but my view is that we almost are shifting to a customer first approach in every industry right and when yeah. all these tech entrepreneurs look at hospitals and as business uh, as medis- medical thing as a business they would look from a customer customer perspective and hospitals and doctors are just suppliers or just service providers right so their approach yeah. is usually the customer first approach which means that if i develop a, a technology it should benefit the customer and eventually it would benefit the entire ecosystem right but right. is that the thought with the hospitals as well or hospitals have another thought because i don't see many hospitals as customer first hospitals look i mean we are a service industry right hospitals right. are a service industry yeah so at the heart of everything we do mm-hmm. you right patient centricity mm-hmm. should be at the heart of everything we do right. right right and many hospitals have made the right strategy or mm-hmm. or they have made the right interventions mm-hmm. to to put patients at the heart of everything they do mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. technology should be an enabler towards that mm-hmm. there is no doubt that large healthcare organizations are thinking in that direction they are making a lot of steps in that mm-hmm. direction mm-hmm. to to put technology to use technology as an enabler mm-hmm. uh, in order to enhance patient experience okay okay a uh, lot of hospitals have done multiple great things in uh-huh. that direction uh-huh. and health tech startups augmenting that okay. i will not say that health tech startups are not helping there are, there are several health tech health tech startups uh-huh. who are who doing a variety of things uh-huh. which is which is augmenting that mm-hmm. but as i said earlier mm-hmm. that if health tech startups and hospitals work together collaboratively mm-hmm. right they will be able to find or create a solution or a product mm-hmm. which will which will be a win win situation for both the customer as well as for the hospital Got i it. do want to i as a hospital want to have digital prescriptions mm-hmm. there is no doubt there is an immense benefit in having digital prescriptions mm-hmm. for 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 myself and for my patients mm-hmm. right it's not very difficult to understand of having a digital prescription for patients mm-hmm. because then you know they'll be able to access their records digitally yeah, they'll yeah. be able to get their test test results digitally mm-hmm. right patient engagement becomes much easier and all that mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. but i can i don't want to do all these things and incur that cost mm-hmm. in my ecosystem mm-hmm. without actually being able to articulate the roi out of uh, out of it Got every it. technology that i will invest in needs to have an roi yeah. sometimes that roi doesn't need to doesn't need to be financial roi it can be roi in the form of improved patient experience right. it can be form of improved uh, efficiency yeah okay yeah and sometimes obviously it will have roi financial roi also right right but right if i if i can't bring a technology in my ecosystem which cannot which cannot solve either of these purposes mm-hmm. and will become a burdensome for my staff to use mm-hmm. that i can't do which is what i in several opd digitizing uh-huh. tech, tech technology startups who have brought in a product around opd prescription digitization uh-huh. that is what i i have oh. not been able to identify the value that they will bring to my patients except for giving them a digitized prescription on whatsapp okay uh, i have not been able to find how it will add to my patient experience how okay. it will decrease my work mm-hmm. or how it will give me a financial benefit got it got it got it got it i think i got your perspective right so uh, it has to serve multiple purposes and not just ki yaar ek technology bana li hai isse chalo pen paper to chhut gaya hai ab wahi kaam pdf mein ho raha hai so uska koi sense nahi ban raha right Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Hmm. the other thing or i i just want to add here is ki yaar hmm. 
किसी भी हॉस्पिटल का ना 80 परसेंट रेवेन्यू आईपीडी से आता है ट्वेंटी परसेंट ओपीडी से आता है राइट right. और आप देखो मेजोरिटी ऑफ द हेल्थ टेक स्टार्टअप जो आज की डेट में बने हैं ओवर द लास्ट फोर फाइव ईयर जो आए हैं हु आर ट्राइंग टू क्रिएट हु आर ट्राइंग टू डिजिटाइज प्रिस्क्रिप्शन हु आर ट्राइंग टू डिजिटाइज हेल्थ केयर रिकॉर्ड राइट The definition of digitizing healthcare records is digitizing OPD prescription. Right, right. I have seen maybe one or two uh-huh. technology solutions uh-huh. which are saying that you know we are going to make your IPD ecosystem digitized. अच्छा, mm-hmm. interesting. ठीक है. और मुझे लगता है कि अगर मेरा eighty percent revenue IPD से आ रहा है, तो I will be much much more inclined towards bringing something in my system which will make my IPD systems stronger. ओपीडी बाद में देखते रहेंगे क्लिनिकल आउटपुट राइट करेक्ट Uh-huh. Even if you were to bring a very very simple intervention, कि मेरे को nurse मेरी ICU में medical ICU में अगर मेरी nurse को तुम mobile पे जो वो ICU का इतना बड़ा chart जो वो paper पे लिख के बनाती है, if you just digitize that chart and give it to my nurse on her mobile phone to just put the values in that ventilator of ventilator parameters के values वो chart पे digital तुम उसको digital दे दो ना So uh-huh. that itself will be so much of value add for my nurse and for my doctor. Uh-huh. Ki mm-hmm. ki you will not have to do anything else. मैंने कहा एक simple सा सिर्फ ICU के अंदर ventilatory parameters को record करने का जो ICU chart nurse follow करती है. Mm-hmm. If you just digitize that and make it super easy for the nurse to record that. Right, right, right. मैंने कहा look at what will happen. One, you've been able to record ventilatory parameters of a patient on a digital platform that enables several clinical analytics uh-huh. uh, to perform. Yeah. Two, you will enable doctor to visualize the performance of the patient or the condition of the patient remotely sitting in his OPD or in anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Three, you will be able to create plenty of real-time alerts. Mm-hmm. Four, you will over time mm-hmm. for any large hospital or a two, even a two hundred bedded hospital which has a decent occupancy in a type ICU, mm-hmm. you will be able to pull. You will be able to create an ML based. Mm-hmm. a predictive analysis mm-hmm. to tell the doctor when the patient may actually begin to have an adverse condition got it got it yeah itna chhota sa bhi ek intervention agar ipd mein ban jaye aur kuch mat karo sirf itna sa bhi kar do to imagine the value you'll add yeah 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 i think fundamentally why yeah na if you can solve those 20% of the problems which give you 80% of the output then yeah. everybody is going to adopt it right right Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But abhi we ha- we are passing through a very difficult phase, which is a COVID period. So, and yeah. I I thought ki it would be a watershed mo- 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 moment for at least health tech startups, as it was for 
वो बहुत बार आपने भी सुना होगा वी आल्सो हर्ड दैट कि डॉक्टर जब तक टच नहीं करेगा तब तक पता नहीं चलेगा यार ठीक है दैट दोज टाइम्स आर चेंजिंग सिचुएशंस आर चेंजिंग पीपल आर चेंजिंग पीपल आर पीपल आर गेटिंग अकस्टम्ड टू नॉट बीइंग विजिटिंग हॉस्पिटल्स एंड बीइंग एबल टू हैव सीन बाय अ टॉप नॉच डॉक्टर इन पारस और कोटिस फ्रॉम द कंफर्ट ऑफ द हाउस सो इफ दे आर गेटिंग दैट एंड अगेंस्ट दैट दे हैव टू गिव अप the habit of having physical examination by a doctor i think people are weighing their options by sitting at home and having seen by a top doctor yeah 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 acha so what could be the top 3 or 4 trends in healthcare technology which you would want to see or which you think will come in the next 10 years okay all right so at the top of my mind i'll talk about 3 4 top technology space or interventions that i see will become very relevant for hospitals ha uh-huh. ha the first is use and implementation of business intelligence right okay several hospitals have created a bi for themselves mm-hmm. okay over the last couple of years and it is again in evolution stage they are trying experimenting building and rebuilding and all that mm-hmm. but i think as the healthcare industry is consolidating in india mm-hmm. in 10 you will have about 10 or 12 large players that will dominate the private healthcare space okay okay, okay. not not more than that so mm-hmm. because there's a lot of consolidation going on so at the end of it across india you will have not more than 10 to 12 in my opinion at max maybe 15 large players who will mm-hmm. dominate the space mm-hmm. and for these groups to continue to do well and to be profitable and to bring out the right strategy and manage their operations mm-hmm. they will need to invest and have the right bi tools in their ecosystem got it okay so i think all every large healthcare group will will end up having you know a customized bi for their organization that's number one okay the number two space where i see a lot of potential and it is already happening is building a strong technology around revenue cycle management okay. got it yeah so what's happening is that the a large majority of the hospital business Uh-huh. is moving from cash to credit yeah okay yeah uh, we, we all know that because of insurance penetration right to to give you a perspective uh-huh. 3 years ago in paras gurgaon uh-huh. we were 80% ca- uh, we were 80% cash and uh-huh. 20% credit right. right right today we are 55% cash and 45% credit wow wow okay 3 okay. years ago our patna hospital which is a 350 bed hospital mm-hmm. right was 95% cash and 5% credit got it today it is 75% cash 15 25% credit interesting this trend is only going to change yeah right and if this trend and since this trend is going to change hospitals uh-huh. will have to find will have to create robust revenue cycle management systems in their organization right and right. they cannot do that by simply deploying by simply having more and more people in their account receivables department Yeah, they will yeah. need to use the right technology <laughs> to manage their internal systems as well as manage their relationships with tpa and insurance companies right so there have there are few players who have built technology around revenue cycle management <laughs> and i think it is only going to evolve right But, uh, even small hospitals for 50 bed and 100 bed hospitals they will also have to seriously think about building strong revenue cycle management to improve their cash flows hmm hmm makes sense that is in my mind the second big technology space or intervention where hospitals will have to start working on or they already working on it hmm 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 
okay hmm. uh, the third uh, big uh, piece where i feel hospitals will end up working and where we need to work mm-hmm. aggressively is revenue leakage yeah okay okay so i mentioned earlier that 80% of a hospital revenue comes from ipd right right, right. naturally so then it makes sense that you have a higher propensity to lose money mm-hmm. in ipd than in opd right, right right because of poor order entry systems poor revenue recording mechanisms mm-hmm. in the traditional his oblique emr systems that hospitals have mm-hmm. right there are plenty of missed revenue opportunities and there are plenty of revenue leakage that mm-hmm. happens in all hospital ipd departments got it okay? got it so i'll give you a small example yeah very very small example which is pertaining to every hospital in this country rather uh-huh. for every hospital in the world yeah blood sugar blood sugar ki testing hoti hai random blood sugar hoti hai right. using glucometer right right a glucometer ka ek device hota hai chhota sa nurse uthati hai nursing station se device goes to a patient bedside pricks the patient uh-huh. gets the blood does the test usi samay value aa jati hai aur uh-huh. nurse us value ko apne 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 notes mein likh leti hai राइट एंड देन शी कॉल्स अप द डॉक्टर एंड की सर मैंने आरबीएस नोट कर लिया आरबीएस का एक चार्ट होता है चार्ट में वो वैल्यू नोट कर लेती है जिसके हिसाब से वो ट्रेंड बन जाता है पेपर पे बनता है ओके कर लिया नर्स ने ये सब नाउ शी फॉरगेट्स टू एंटर दिस इन द एचआरएस टू बिल्ड द पेशेंट इतना बहुत आसान है राइट बहुत ही आसान है बिकॉज नर्स का इंसेंटिव नहीं है ना सिस्टम में डालने का बिलिंग करने के लिए नर्स का इंसेंटिव है कि मैं पेशेंट का टेस्ट करूँ और डॉक्टर को वैल्यू बताऊ नर्स का इंसेंटिव है इलाज करने का आप ये मान के चलो की फिफ्टी परसेंट पेशेंट डायबिटिक होंगे राइट राइट आराम से होंगे कोई इसमें कोई डाउट नहीं है डेली चार बार आरबीएस मॉनिटरिंग होता है ओके ओके राइट सो दैट मेक्स इट 300 टाइम्स अ डे या राइट 300 आरबीएस मॉनिटरिंग अ डे इवन इफ 10% ऑफ देम गेट मिस्ड और 5% ऑफ देम गेट मिस्ड राइट 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 तो 300 5% ऑफ 315 या 15 अगर आरबीएस मिस हो गए एट अ वैल्यू ऑफ 200 रुपीस दैट्स 3000 अ डे या Yeah, 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 yeah. That is the kind of revenue implications we uh-huh. exist hospitals on in case of revenue leakage. Or as right. ye, I have given you a glucometer example. Diya. Uh-huh. Which is very small bedside part. Procedure, bedside procedures, ho gaye, uh-huh. uh, ABG, how many procedures, how many things are there that are missing? Right. So coming back to intervention number three, uh-huh. building robust platforms uh-huh. that can curb revenue leakage. Okay. Okay. will be will be another step another technology intervention that hospital will have to look at got it got it got it i think so overall mujhe jo theme samajh aayi that's if you can make hospital more efficient in its operations and yeah. in its running then obviously yeah. it can serve the customers or the patients better and jo clinical outcomes hain and patients ka nps hai ya fir patients ka happiness score hai wo overall badhega yeah. right so rather than focusing on on the patient side of things yeah, massively and maybe doing some kind of interventions there if the interventions yeah. involves the entire ecosystem which includes hospital management revenue leakages doctors 
and the leadership, then the yeah. adoption which would be much more faster, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. See, if private hospitals govern the healthcare space, seventy hmm. percent of hospital beds in India are under private healthcare, private hospitals, right? Hmm. Out of that seventy percent, almost nine sixty-five percent of that is owned by large healthcare groups across right. the country. Right. Right. If healthcare technology by tech, health tech organizations is not built to meet the needs of hospitals, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Then they are never going to adopt them. Yeah. Yeah. True. Right? True. Because uh, unless unless a technology a health tech startup is focused on a B two C model, then it's a different thing altogether. Then then it's then there's but. I am doubtful whether a health tech in this country can survive without interventions from hospitals. Yeah, yeah. I think hospitals to pura ka pura ecosystem create kiya hua hai. So uske bina to you and and as you mentioned, OPDs can be just ten percent or twenty percent of the billing of the entire healthcare ecosystem. And if you are yeah. just building a B two C piece, you can at yeah. max solve that twenty percent, which is just touching the tip of the iceberg, right? राइट got it so hospitals agar if you're into b2b space mm-hmm. then you you cannot it, it i don't think it is wise to focus on opd i think it's more fruitful to invest in technology in b, in building b2b for ipd than opd in my mind but if a technology company is building something for uh, b2c mm-hmm. as b2c in their mind mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. then then of course the market is huge yaar got it got it and i think most of the health tech companies are more or less into b2c because perhaps b2b is difficult uh, beast to understand as well as it's it take it has a longer gestation period right so most of them are into b2c at this point of time yeah see again wo hamara discussion usi baat pe chala jayega ki b2b space mein wo log इसलिए नहीं कर पा रहे बिकॉज आई थिंक उनकी अंडरस्टैंडिंग नहीं होती राइट 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 तो अभी वो बी स्पेस में भी वो कोशिश करते हैं कि ओपीडी प्रिस्क्रिप्शन को डिजिटाइज कर दें ओपीडी में क्यू मैनेजमेंट सिस्टम ले आए हॉस्पिटल के लिए राइट जबकि 80% ऑफ माय प्रॉब्लम्स आर लाइंग इन बी इन आईपीडी got it got it that that's so basically the, the companies like metrail and you know a lot of these companies who have come into this opd digitizing opd prescriptions wo matlab even though they are they are in they, they say that they are in B, into b2c space they are mm-hmm. trying but they haven't been able to build a network of private practitioners or doctors who run opds right, right to, to adopt their technology yeah 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 b2c actually so difficult they end up coming to hospitals only yeah 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 so aggregation to hospital mein ho rahi hai na even if you are doing a b2c play if you can uh, activate your b2c play in a particular hospital to aapke liye gtm go to market bahut aasan ho jayegi otherwise ek ek customer ko acquire karna through digital channels is very very tough bahut mushkil hai aur agar aap hospital mein b2c agar aap hospital ko hi approach karna hai to then crack ipd problem for hospital na first yeah 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 ipd ki aapne problem thodi si bhi hospital ke liye solve kari to for a hospital chain to get used to and to adopt your your b2c or your b2b solution will become very easy yeah 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 makes total sense theek hai i think i think i got 
lot of insights from what you are saying and it makes total sense that if you have to solve healthcare problem in a country like india you have to look at the hospitals the private hospitals because as you yeah. said they are owning most of the beds and you have yeah. to look at the 80% of their problems lies in ipds and not in opds yeah. right so that's that's not, the takeaway and for that for them to do that uh-huh. they will need people who have robust and strong experience in hospital ops yeah yeah so they would more who understand like hospital channels or leadership or strategy uh, who've been into those roles yeah yeah, yeah. Role. so so mota mota they would need people like you so why don't you start a <laughs> <laughs> health tech startup consulting kind of profile for you so that you <laughs> <laughs> मैं प्रो बोनो बेसिस पे तो एक दो से कर रहा हूँ आजकल ये सब काम I don't think anybody else would be able to bring in even even the 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 MDs of these big hospitals. They do understand business. They do understand healthcare, but sadly they don't understand technology that much. And the sweet spot where you are sitting is you understand everything right inside out, and plus uh, you genuinely want things to change with tech interventions. I think that's that's something which I personally admire about you. Well, I think Gaurav, you speak very high of me. I don't know if I'm actually deserving of such high accolades as you speak of me, but at the heart of, but in my heart, yes, I do. I'm deeply passionate about technology, uh-huh. and I do want things to change because yeah. I do see plenty of opportunity of improvement. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, yar, Hitesh, Hitesh, you may know that I, I don't speak uh, unnecessarily. I'm not trying to flatter anyone. I'm not trying to flatter anyone. If I, I know, feel I genuinely about something, I, I'll just. only talk about that only right so i Thank actually you. feel that you should be creating those startups which you are talking about right and yeah. if you are not creating that you must be helping another st- other few startups to solve the massive yeah. healthcare problem which we have in india no i i always take everything you say very seriously and i know i'm going to get there yeah 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 <laughs> so any any yeah. last parting words any parting advices for for those guys who are trying to get into health health tech and and medical tech maybe yeah the parting advice for any entrepreneur who's trying to get into health tech mm-hmm. is what anybody else would say for regardless of the industry mm-hmm. is that define the problem you're trying to solve mm-hmm. very very articulately very very clearly mm. if you don't know if you if you're uh, and be as granular about it as you can right right right, right. don't simply build something huh. because you are hearing it all over the place <laughs> right so aisa na ho na ki you built a solution and now you are finding a problem for that solution yeah you yeah. coffee startup so, se hota hai yeah so know the problem you are trying to solve very very clearly yeah yeah yeah, yeah. okay okay i think so we are done for this episode so thanks ritesh thank you god thanks for your thank time thank you so much and, thank and you. Look, thank you for looking talking. forward to to see you doing great things in healthcare and and in life in general thank you thank you so much chalo bye bye take care see you yeah see ya bye